This is your host, Jordan Carroll, and welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside of their comfort zone, obsessed with designing a life of freedom, and for those who choose to make every day count because they know Sunday Ain't Scary. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside their comfort zone and a bunch of other stuff. You already heard the intro, so you know what this show's about. And if you listen to this, I'm assuming you're doing it on purpose. So uh, let's jump into it. I am back in California. I spent the past week and a half in Mexico, and it was awesome getting to go back to Mexico. I used to live in Mexico for a number of years. So being back in Playa del Carmen, which is where I spent about a year and a half of my time up until July of this year was great. I saw so many of my old friends who it's like you keep in touch with people. Maybe you text them every month or I send a lot of voice notes. So that's kind of how I keep in touch with people or I go through Instagram stories and comment on their Instagram stories, things like that. But being able to see people in person, actually give them a hug, actually read their body language, actually just, you know, have that real connection. It's just so huge. And in this world today where there's so many restrictions around doing that kind of stuff, I think it's just so good for the soul to be able to do that, to see people, to hug them, to touch them. And I'm scared. I mean, I'm scared for the kids growing up nowadays because growing up in a world where you are to fear connecting with other people people to fear or touching other people having to wear the mask at school and I just I'm glad that this thing did not happen to me when I was a kid because I'm sure that there would have been a lot of trauma associated with it and we are in an interesting era where when these kids grow up I I wonder how they're going to turn out because of some of this stuff kind of a, just a tragic thing and I'm not saying the way that we handle it is right or wrong because I'm I don't know how to handle all of this but certainly there's going to be consequences for any way that we handle it Anyway, uh, to get on to a more happy note, as I spent the past week and a half in Mexico, in, in the past week in Playa del Carmen specifically, being able to see my friends there, I mean, we did so many cool things. We saw some old sites, went to some restaurants that I, I really enjoy, went to the spa one of the days and did the, the sauna, the hot tub, the, uh, the cold plunge, all those things. I went to a couple of like spiritual music breathing sessions, which was really dope, went to, and and it was also very local too, which I really loved about it is like being able to just integrate into local communities where there's not a lot of foreigners, you know, you're going to speak Spanish. I mean, I, my Spanish is is at a decent baseline to where when I went back and started speaking it again, it came back, but I felt like you know, really rusty. So being able to practice mi español was fantastic. And then just seeing these friends that I've known for a while now, and being able to, to have these conversations with them, to show them Harry Mack. There was a virtual concert we did on last Saturday with Harry Mack, the freestyle rapper that I often talk about on this show. So if you, you might have heard of that before. There was a lot of walking, which was not good. I have my surgery in, in one week from today. So I'm recording this on a Wednesday. So December 1st is my surgery for my knee. And that yeah, that was the only thing that I think I kind of set myself back a little bit with that because my knee is bumping this <laughs> this week from from walking around the city and, and just yeah knowing that I was having the surgery I wanted to take this trip so that I could be social and it's just good to connect with people you really need that in this world this is also a day podcast I haven't recorded it during the day before so maybe a little bit of a different vibe if you're watching it on the video which I apologize if, you, if you've been looking for the videos I'm gonna always be behind with the videos because my editor has been working on a lot of different video projects for me and we're already 
like four or five episodes behind on the video version of these podcasts. It's so much quicker to edit the audio version. So I'm going to prioritize getting the audio version out every single week, and then I'll try to get caught up as much as possible with the videos, but that won't be quick. I also went to a couple of comedy shows. This is very interesting because I used to do comedy. I did improv comedy and I did stand-up comedy, and I went through classes to do those things, and it was so much fun, but being on stage is also one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done in my life. It's the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done in my life. Very rewarding when you can tell jokes and people actually laugh, but the fear that people aren't going to laugh was enough for me to stop doing it. And it also is a very thankless career. Only if the top few percent of comedians actually make any decent money. So it was not something I, I'd ever wanted to pursue as a career path. And then as a hobby, it was stressful enough that it wasn't actually adding fun. But then when I went to these comedy shows, they were amateur comedy shows. And I was seeing, you know, kind of the folks talking up there. I was like, man, I need to get back into this shit. So I was talking to some of the comedians there and yeah, just reliving some of those things. And I started rewriting, I started writing jokes again. I, not with the intention of going out and testing them on an audience just yet, but it's just fun to write jokes. So maybe I'll tell like tell some of my jokes on this podcast because then even if you don't laugh, I won't be able to tell. <laughs> and I can just say it and then uh, you can laugh or you can not laugh. But uh, let me know what you think about that. Let's talk a little bit about, so again, I'm trying to create a podcast where I'm reviewing my week and talking about things that I've learned and then kind of connecting them to broader themes that you can use in your life as well for people who are growth oriented and, and want to get better at uh, being a human. That's what this experience is all about. So I talked a little bit about interpersonal relationships last time. So networking, keeping in touch with people. And, and that was a really connective theme to this past week because going back to Playa del Carmen where I had lived and having all these friends there, I was able to set up these different events. And as I thought more about what the most important thing in life is, I think we might all agree. So what do you think the most important thing in life is? You say it out loud or in your head, and then let me see if I can guess what you said. So I think the most important thing in life is the connection that you have with other people and with yourself. Humans, we are social animals. We are people that thrive and feed off of connection with others. If you don't have that connection, if you lack that connection with other people, let's just use the example of Tom Hanks in Castaway. We don't want to become the Tom Hanks in Castaway who talks to uh, an inanimate object like a volleyball and, and gives it a name like Wilson and that's his only friend, right? So when we see when people are the furthest away from feeling connected with themselves and connected with other people, they do the worst things, right? Whether that be people that feel alone and then go and create some sort of tragic event. Think of like school shootings or you think of like murdering sprees or these crazy things that people that are very lonely do. And then you think of people like in Castaway where Tom Hanks is on this deserted island and goes crazy, right? So without connection, we don't do well. We need to feel connected and that's part of our evolution. That's part of what we came from because being connected to the tribe, being in the greater group is something that comes very natural and it's the baseline of, I think, being a human. So when we look at what creates connection with people, and this is where it comes down to the subject of today's episode is what's really the most important thing in life to kind of track as a metric. And this metric is very qualitative. It's not very quantitative. It's not like you can put a number to it. But if human connection is the most important thing, the baseline of human connection, the thing that brings human connection together, allows it to happen, are our conversations. Because the conversations that we have are what creates that connection. 
Okay, does that make sense? I feel like it makes sense. So I'm not gonna keep going into that particular part of it, but when I look at times in my life when I feel when I've felt the less less engaged, less happy, less fulfilled, I look at the metric of what were my conversations at that point in my life. What were the things that I was talking about consistently on a day-to-day basis? Who was I talking to and what was I talking to them about? Those are two questions that I want you to ask yourself. Who is it that you talk to and what is it you talk to them about? Because those two things, and especially what you talk to them about, are are good indicators of whether or not you're going to be feeling good about yourself, you're going to be feeling good about your life. The example that I want to give is when I used to work at IBM, International Corporation, Fortune 50, one of the largest companies in the world. It's been around for, you know, over 100 years. And is it 100 years? I think it's I think it's over 100 years now. And and I think about one one particular moment in which I realized I did not want to work at IBM anymore was this moment when I was sitting at a table. I was typically the youngest by 20 to 30 years at any table that I was sitting at. So already there was kind of this disparity of being able to relate with my colleagues and with the people that I was speaking to on a daily basis. So you can imagine those conversations weren't always so natural. Take a look at your current situation. Are you in a job where you work with people who, if you didn't work with them, you might not really ever seek a conversation with someone like that? And I think about my time there at IBM. It was a great experience, and I would, I'm so much better for having it. But at those conversations, when I'm sitting at this table, and there's people around me that are 30, 20, 30 years older than me, what we were talking about at the time, we were talking about this truck manufacturer, which was one of our clients. This truck manufacturer wanted to reduce the amount of warranty claims on faulty door parts. Let me say that again. They wanted to reduce the amount of warranty claims on faulty door parts. What was happening was they had people that were sending in these warranty claims saying that these door parts were faulty or not working and that was costing the company money. So they were trying to figure out how to reduce those so that they weren't losing as much money. If I can't think of a more boring fucking thing than talking about warranty claims for door parts, then I don't don't know what else is more boring than that. I I distinctly remember being in the middle of that conversation, looking around the table at these people that were 20, 30 years older than me, and no disrespect to them. They're doing what they set out on, and a lot of them were really awesome people, and I enjoyed being around them for part of the time. But when we had these types of conversations, this shit was so boring that I couldn't believe that this was my life. And, and when that moment happened, and I identified that, and I identified that, oh, this is... Like, I need to pursue conversations that I'm actually interested in. And that also starts with who I'm surrounding myself with. So if I can think about what are the types of conversations I want to have, and then I can think about who are the types of people that I could have those conversations with, that might influence a lot of different decisions for yourself. And that's what it did for me. It wasn't like I was immediately able to say, hey, the next day, like, I quit I'm running off to go have all these other conversations. It's not how it happened. But I started looking into hobbies, right? What are the, the different hobbies that I could start on, on the side of all this that would allow me to start having conversations that I wanted to have? Eventually, it turned into what is the type of job environment? What is the type of physical environment? I didn't want to live in Portland anymore. I wanted to live in overseas because I knew that if I met other travelers, I'd start having really interesting conversations about traveling, which was a huge interest of mine at the time. I knew that at work, if I didn't want to talk about these damn door parts, I should go to a company that talks about that naturally throughout the day, we're going to have very different conversations. That's why I went to a small PR firm where I could talk about 
just much different things. So when you look at your hobby, your job, your physical environment, the people that are surrounding you, how are these things contributing to the conversations that you're having? And if those conversations are not satisfying, if they're not fulfilling, if they're not challenging you, and if they're not bringing you to think in depth, if they are all surface level, you really need to take a look at what you can do to change that so that you are feeling challenged, so that you are feeling fulfilled, so that you are feeling happy as a result of having conversations that you care about. Again, may start slow with hobbies, with side hustles, with changing your environment, changing some of the people you hang out with, joining a new group or an organization or whatever it is, but use that as a litmus test. How are my conversations contributing to my fulfillment in life? And once you ask that question and you find out who else you can put yourself around to have better conversations, you will have a better life. At least that's what happened for me. So if you like that, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Send me a message on uh, Instagram or comment on this video whenever it's out on YouTube someday in the future. But until next time, I'll see you. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast. If you found value from this show, please consider three free ways that you can support, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Number one is leave a review. Reviews are the lifeblood of any podcast and help others to find me. Number two, subscribe or follow wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. Number three, share with one friend who needs to hear the message from today. If you're interested in the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jordan Carroll, or check out the show notes, which will have links to all my social platforms, websites, and anything mentioned in the show. Thank you, and until next time, keep wandering.